Three topics for today are the strategic use of language to change thinking by Nicholas Cole, topic clusters, pillar pages, and 10x content for your inbound website, and Google's opening the curtain just a little bit on its search results. The date is Sunday, July 25th, 2021. The time is 2100 or about 9 p.m. And you're listening to episode number nine, Communicate for Effect. You're listening to the Communicate for Effect podcast, covering the strategies and tactics of digital communication. This is the place for a quick weekly download of news, tips, and information to help you become a more effective digital communicator. Now, here's your host, Mike Nicholson. For today's segment number one, the strategic use of language to change thinking. The, the title of this immediately sucked me in. After all, this is what many of us in the communications and marketing fields try to do. It's on the website, The Ladders. I'll, of course, you know, have a link to that in the show notes. The author, Nicholas Cole, talks about category design. He says, you are responsible for changing the way a reader, customer, consumer, or user thinks. And you are successful when you have moved their thinking from the old way to the new and different way. Now, the way you do this in our line of work is with words. He talks about Henry Ford. When, when Henry Ford called the first vehicle a horseless carriage as opposed to, you know, something like a faster horse, he was using language to get the customer to think in a new way. Um, the inventor of Spanx, uh, called her product an invention, not a product. Uh, you know, the makers of Viagra say that men have erectile dysfunction as opposed to, you know, impotence. Uh, Netflix wanted to change the conversation to be watch anything you want, whenever you want, instead of people asking, you know, what time is my program on? So this article uh, immediately brought me back to some of my my SAMS instructions. So so school advanced military studies SAMS. Uh, you spend an additional year of your life at Fort Limworth, Kansas, in the Army. You know, thinking how to think and plan. Um, all of this, you know, what this author was talking about is is framing and reframing. So you know, in the SAMS course, we covered design thinking and the environmental frame. Your current frame and your desired or your future frame. How you get from where you are now to where you want to be is the problem that needs to be solved. Uh, the context of this, you know, of this course and in the military in general is always, you know, some conflict. How do we get from where we are in this conflict to something better? But the same planning methods we use in that course and, and in the military are also used in business. And that's what Nicholas Cole is talking about in this article. When, when you or your company decide that you need to change things up, uh, you know, you're stuck in a rut, you're stalled, you're not growing, it may be time to reframe your, your product or service. So, so you've got a widget. And you're probably trying to distinguish your widget from your competitor's widget by saying, you know, yours is better or it's cheaper. So perhaps you need to reframe how people are thinking about your widget. You know, look at different categories. 
different areas, do the whole out of the box thing. Uh, you know, instead of a medium coffee, you're selling a grande coffee. You know, you, you're not a resume writer. You're a career coach. Uh, you're not a fitness gym. You're a lifestyle and health center. Now, the author talks about, he calls it languaging and, and how to reframe your product or service in words alone, which which you may be able to do. I will say that you, you may be not be able to just reframe how you talk about your product or service. It may require you to make some physical changes to your product or service. So example of this is let's, let's take the gym that wants to reframe itself as a, you know, a lifestyle and fitness center that will probably require some additional resources inside your gym, you know, besides cardio and weights. But anyway, start with the language, you know, it's cheap. It only requires some thought and some research. And, and anyway, take a look at this article. Uh, it might help get, you know, getting you to think differently about how you are framing your business and, and who you're targeting to. I started talking about framing and reframing, modifying your language in order to communicate your, your business to a target audience. And now we're talking about how to structure the language on your website to better reach your audience. So topic clusters, pillar pages, and 10x content are ways to help get traffic to your website. They're a method to organize your content and assist search engines when they crawl through your site. There is some overlap between these three terms, and, and some people use them kind of interchangeably, but, but here they are in a nutshell. So topic clusters are a way to organize the content on your website. The term became well known when HubSpot began using it on their site and in their training somewhere around 2017. By combining specific topics and related blog posts into clusters, your content will be easier to find on search engines. You know, there, there is power in the cluster as opposed to a, a series of disjointed blog topics. Now, a pillar page is a page that is focused on one topic. It, it broadly covers a single topic while, while the cluster content provides more in-depth information on that topic, you know, via links. So for example, you, you may write a pillar page about content marketing and then use clusters of blog posts to cover the more detailed aspects of that broader subject. The pillar page answers all of the questions customers might have, uh, but, but it's at a general level of understanding. However, it, you know, it's not as in-depth as cluster content, which provides you know, details on certain aspects, aspects, you know, that are more in the weeds on a topic. Now, okay, when you hear 10x content, 10x content is content that is 10 times better than anything else on the web. So uh, Rand Fishkin made this term popular when he talked about good, unique content in 2015. And he said why producing good, unique content is not really the bar to entry for SEO purposes. Now, he says, instead of focusing on producing good, unique content, you need to focus on producing content that is way above and beyond anything else that is available on the web on your given topic. So how do you use these three things to design your website? So you, you start by you know, identifying the main topics you want to use for your pillar pages. 
and then identify all the clusters of additional topics that you know will be your supporting fires for the military term. Um, there are images of this concept in the article, uh, you know, if you're a visual learner. Ideally, your, your main pillar page will be something that is 10 times better than anything else on the web. So, so hang on, break, break, break. Last week, I, I mentioned I was in the middle of an organic search result experiment. Uh, so for about the last two months or so, I've been producing daily articles on my site, but I, I haven't really been advertising them on social media or, you know, or, you know, pushing them with, you know, PPC ads. What I want to do is I, I want to see how they do via just organic search results. So I, I, I am slowly working on my own topic clusters and pillar pages. So my experiment is that I want to see how effective you can be just by using content and SEO techniques. So at a later date in the experiment, you know, I'll do some advertising on social media and, and PPC to, to see how much more my stats grow beyond just, you know, organic social. So inbound marketing takes a lot of content to work and, and designing, you know, your pillar pages and 10x content is kind of hard to do when, when you're just getting started because you know, you're looking at a blank canvas. So my, my recommendations, what I'm doing right now, just, just get started. So I know where I want to be, but it's going to take a lot of writing to get there. So I'm just kind of grinding away at my list of topics now that, you know, I want to write about my own topic clusters are, you know, they're beginning to take shape. You know, it, it may be nice to have a grand strategy, you know, everything designed out when you get started, but it's also okay just to get writing and have the, you know, that strategy evolve or emerge from, you know, the work you're doing. Um, Google, Google the term emergent strategy. So I, I'm doing a little of both right now on my site. Um, and you can do it however you want. Just know that these methods, you know, the topic clusters, pillar pages, and 10x content, that they're a good way to maximize the effect of it, you know, the effectiveness of the work that you're doing. Finally, Google is beginning to open up the curtain a bit with regards to its search engine algorithm results. What they've done is they have started showing users why they're getting the website recommendations that, you know, they receive. It includes matching keywords, related terms associated with your search query that show up in your result, as well as whether, you know, there are other references and, you know, if it makes sense for your, your local area. The article says that, you know, Google hopes that showing users this information will ultimately lead to finding better results. It says, uh, given even a very simplified window into its inner workings might help users become more active seekers of knowledge as opposed to passive clickers on whichever website has gamed its SEO best. This, of course, you know, is is more important lately because of all the COVID misinformation that's out there. Uh, they have an image with an example that shows the results of a query and an information box that provides, you know, a simplified explanation of why they're showing the results that they're showing. So, so good on them for that. So that's a wrap on number nine. If you have any questions or comments for me, just go to 46alpha.com and shoot me a note. On the site, you can subscribe to the last 24 daily news summary. 
Um, you can also follow the Flipboard magazine if you want to find more articles that I find interesting on digital comms, marketing technology. So I'm Mike Nicholson, and we'll do this again next week. Thanks. Thanks for listening to Communicate for Effect, a 46 Alpha podcast. Be sure to subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, Google, or wherever you like to receive your podcasts. You can find all this and much more at 46alpha.com.